When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Aiken dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Welcome to Redlegs Radio, Red and Blue Army. And uh, this week we come to you with heavy hearts, unfortunately. And we've had a very tough week at our football club and we're going to get into that at the, in a moment. Um, still very difficult to talk about, but we feel that today we're going to cover that off. Straight from the bat, straight from the start, Josh Teekel, how are you? I'm, uh, yes, very well, thank you, Flam. Um, of course, terrible news last Thursday, and um, things haven't gone great for us on the field um, this year, but you know, when, when you get re- received news like this, it um, puts everything into perspective, doesn't it? Well, it, it almost seems so long ago since we played, and, and the mm. results have just faded into yep. distant memories, yep. because uh, what's happened in between has been very difficult for yep. our football club, and... I want to welcome our uh, football operations manager, Rick Shrouder, to Redlegs Radio, who in a moment is going to um, have the difficult task of giving our listeners an update uh, about everything that has transpired in our football club with the passing of our premiership player, Nick Loudon. Rick, uh, it's not under the best circumstances, mate, but uh, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, Josh. Well, where do we start? I mean, we've obviously all heard the news about Nick. And we've had a very difficult week, Rick. And uh, in many ways, you are the one that's had to lead the club through this as football operations manager. I know you've hardly slept. You've been working with the playing group, the staff, supporters, uh, anyone and everyone that's uh, involved with our football club that you've had to talk to and, and, and help counsel through such a difficult time. Mate, how are you? I know it's been a, a huge you know, week for you. Thanks for coming in and perhaps you can start with just talking about the week you've had and, and how we as a club have managed to get through it. Yeah, thanks guys. It's There is no denying or hiding that it's been an enormously challenging time. Uh, very grateful for some of the words you've, you've said there, but the reality is there's a there is a lot of people behind the scenes. The, the club has a lot of people that have been doing a lot of work to ensure that we are providing adequate support to everybody that's been involved. And although it's obviously challenging coming on here as well, there there is clearly going to be some messaging um, throughout this and post this that's going to be really important, not only for people involved in the Norwood Footy Club and the inner sanctum of players and support staff, but the wider community. Um, and in due course, there'll be there'll be a lot of a lot of messaging that will hopefully touch the hearts of a lot of people that will support, um, resonate with a lot of people as well. Well, that's right. And, um, you know, there's been obviously a lot reported on, on Nick's passing. And I just want to start um, by reminding everyone out there, if you, if you need to talk to someone, uh, you know, just speak up and uh, say you're not okay. There's fantastic organisations like Lifeline who you can reach on one three. 
1114 and there's always someone at the end of the of the line someone who will listen um you know often us blokes we don't we don't speak up enough mm. we, we hold it in but you know with 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 circumstances like we've all been through in the last week it's just a reminder that we need to Josh hey and yeah. and say I'm not okay get on the phone ring lifeline we've we've had some wonderful organizations come to our football club in the last week and Rick will cover them in a moment but Josh as blokes, we need to speak up, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do, Flem. It's uh, it's not easy at times. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's it's not just speaking up as well, but it's 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 looking out for your mates if you see any any changes in behaviour or whatnot, and it's just saying, hey, how are you going? Um, you know, those those little questions do go a long way. Well, that's right. And look, Rick, let's. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, you can't put too much of a positive spin on this at all. But the man, Nick Loudon. What he did for our football club as a premiership player and as a person, you know, he's left a legacy in his own way, hasn't he? And and we just really remember him as a great human being. Yeah, very true. Um, there aren't too many players that that uh, come and have an impact at a club and win a premiership with you know within the first couple of years of of being at that club. And look, Nick was very well liked by a lot of people. Um, it is always, as you would know, it's it's a real challenge coming from interstate and settling as quick as you possibly can, looking at all of the, and addressing all of the challenges off field about setting up a new life, um, friendships, all of that sort of stuff, let alone the the challenges of a, a really in, intense SNFL football competition. And and Nick did that. He did, he did have teammates that he was, um, that he was living with. He was liked, he was respected. Um, and as you said, he had a very big impact on field, and he certainly made his presence known, particularly amongst opposition players. We absolutely did, and I uh, know it's difficult, mate, but um, this is our football club radio show, and I just think we, we owe it to Nick and to our supporters to give a bit of an explanation about how we've helped our players through this. Uh, I know you've had some amazing organisations. I mentioned Lifeline before, but we've had some great organisations come into our club and be therefore our club and our players and our staff and supporters who needed it as well uh, across the last week. Can you perhaps give us a bit of an overview of what you've pulled together under the circumstances, the very, very difficult circumstances? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I'm happy to, to give a bit of a rundown of, of how things have proceeded since we did get those terrible phone calls on, on mid-Thursday afternoon last week. Um, James Fantasia, our CEO, um, informed me and, and between us, we, we very quickly made sure that we, um, we prioritised letting our playing group know. And that was really important to us. These are the people that are closest to Nick. Um, and it was remarkable how quickly, once that communication went out to every one of our players, there's about 70 on our list, every player was informed and immediately anyone that was able to, and it was the vast majority of the squad, were at the club. Mm. You know, we were up in the function centre. And it was it was very special to see how quickly they got there, how much it meant to them. We knew that was going to be the case. Very, very difficult conversations to have, to hear. Um, we even had some of our leaders, uh, which, which says a lot about them as young men, some of the leaders came in and immediately got on the phone and helped to inform other teammates so that... People weren't reading about it. They weren't hearing about it secondhand. It was coming from somebody within the club. 
And that night, there was obviously an enormous amount of shock and, and immediate pain. But I know that the comfort that people gain from being all together was, was certainly present that night. Um, the support for, from inside the football club, but also from outside the football club, has just been amazing and, and overwhelming, hasn't it, Rick? Oh, it has been. Look, we've had so many messages of, of support, and whether it's myself, head coach Twig, um, CEO James, you guys through social media, the players. We have had a couple of organisations, which I'll touch on soon, that we've, we've engaged. Um, the SNFL, I have to say, the SNFL and the opposing clubs in the SNFL have been remarkable. Yeah. Um, very, very supportive, very quick to offer any type of support that we might need. Um, and, and it says an awful lot about sport in yeah. general, um, let alone the football community, but, but sports in general, sports clubs, man, we, we just rally together so quickly we when, do, the, when we? there's incidents like this. And we, we don't like them. Um, anyone that has experienced anything like this before will have their own stories to tell, their own incidents with and how they've managed to get through. But generally, you do hear that in sport, people rally together so, so quickly and it's, and it's remarkable. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's not only you've got 70 boys that you can rally together with, but it's also a place to go and, and a, a safe place to be. Yeah, very much so. And whether we touch on this a bit later or not, but what I do also want to very quickly put in here that, that Nick's parents are um, enormously grateful for everything that, that, that the club, the people at the club are doing at the moment. Um, they've been in constant communication with us as well. Um, they know full well that Nick loved his time with us. They loved the fact that he was a part of our club. Um, there'll be more communication with them and, and, and we'll see them very soon as well. But they have they've spoken to myself and, and the coach, Twig and, and James, numerous occasions and continuously thank the people at the club um, they continue to express their, their gratitude towards everybody that had anything to do with, with Nick's life at the club. Um, I, I must say as well, um, you know, position of um, media and communications, I, I see all the messages coming in from social media, from the, the various platforms that we have. Um, and I'd, I'd like to thank all of our supporters for being um, incredibly caring, supportive. Uh, it's been overwhelming actually seeing the love hearts come through from, from teammates, from former teammates, from our supporters um, and, and all, all the people I've spoken to over the phone as well, whether it's um, people from the SANFL or, or in the media, um, have been incredible about it. Um, you know, the circumstances um, are, are, are awful, um, but everyone has been just um, incredibly caring and supportive, which makes it so much easier because there's not that added pressure of, of external um, noise, I suppose. Yeah, look, and that's right, Josh. And I mean, you know... We've we've had a difficult football season, yeah. But it just pales into insignificance yeah. when you go through something like this. Yeah. So, you know, a sing out to our supporters, our members, our sponsors. You know, who I'm dealing with day in day out, and and all of those people, all of those groups, made an absolute effort mm. to get behind our football club. And, and you mentioned it on social media, the phone calls, the text messages. Mm. The, the flowers that are in the our, flowers, our reception. The re reception, that's right. Um, people coming in, mm. people saying, what can I do? You know, how can I help? Yeah. Whatever it is. So we, we just want to say to everyone out there listening, thank you as mm. a football club. I saw Glenelg Football Club, Eagles Football Club, um, West, North, Adelaide. West Adelaide North, 
of the Roosters, they they all put something out there yep. straight to away. Pay tribute yep. to yep. Nick and mm. and to check in on our footy club and offer as a you know as another football club help. Just amazing to see and and I am hearing and I know you can uh, verify that every club every game this week will pay tribute to Nick. Yeah, and. The, the important part about that is that it, it's not something that we as a club have requested or pushed for. This is something that other SNFL clubs and the SNFL themselves have have discussed and initiated amongst themselves about acknowledging and celebrating Nick's life and, and supporting us as a club as well in the way of wearing black armbands across all grades in SNFL competition. So from 16s, 18s, reserves and league, all matches this weekend and they'll all acknowledge uh, Nick through a one-minute silence pre-game. Ours, our match day, which we'll touch on, will, will look slightly different, mm. but it is yeah, it is something very, very special that um, without any real debate, everybody has just wanted to do that amongst all the other SNFL clubs mm. as well. And yeah. It is very special. It, it is very special. Uh, now, guys, we, we have to go to a break. Um, I'd love you to hang around because after the break... Um, we will have to get to the rest of the show, um, but I also think we can pay a little bit of a tribute, a little bit of a window into what we'll do on, at the game on Saturday, yep. uh, Josh, to Nick, because we will remember him as an amazing young man, a premiership player, and what he brought to our football club as part of that program uh, that went on to win a premiership will always be remembered. So don't go anywhere. After the break, we'll, we'll just revisit why Nick Loudon, uh, in his short time, will leave and has left a legacy at our football club. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, proud sponsor of the Redlegs. Welcome back to Redlegs Radio, Red and Blue Army. It's been a tough first quarter, Joshy yep. and Rick, and um, but something we had to deal with and... Let's sort of move on um, from that a little bit. But before we do, Rick, I think mm. a sing out to some of the organisations that have come into our footy club and supported us this week. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we, like we said before, we've had an enormous amount of support from a lot of people. And one thing that we needed to do pretty swiftly was to, to get some external support. Um, and on Sunday, we had the organisation standby support. Shane and his staff were happy to come in on a Sunday morning. Um, and they they presented a bit of a session and, and provided their services to our group, and we had 50 to 60 people um, come into the function centre again, and, and their words were extremely comforting. They um, they're very specific and targeted toward the the incident that we've just been through, the times we've been through. Um, we're also getting ongoing support from um, John Mannion and, and his guys at, at Breakthrough Mental Health. They're going to be coming to, to spend some time with us, and obviously we've got our partner CU Health who have been fantastic in offering their services for um, all of our group and as individuals. Um, and, and look, I'm, I'm extremely grateful to all of those people. Mm. Some of them we reached out to, some got in touch with us straight away once they heard. CU Health were amazing. They, they were. They, they were, were on the front foot on. right yep. from the start, offering their resources, their psychologists and uh, health and wellbeing practitioners uh, online for our players at any time they wanted, around the clock. Yeah. Um, as we've spoken about a lot, uh, football has sort of come second. Well, definitely come second. But um, we have a game this Saturday and um, you mentioned that uh, getting back to training and, and getting back into the routine of, 
of preparing for a game on Saturday has been really important? It has been. We've talked about that as well um, because we believe that is actually part of the process. Mm. Um, and so we, we did get back into training on Monday night. We came together as a group, but uh, the boys needed to get a ball in their hands as well. And that was part of the process for them to be able to um, deal with this. Trained again Tuesday. We, we are obviously preparing ourselves for the match against South Adelaide, who I do also want to mention have been fantastic um, in sharing uh, and, and showing their support to us. So we've had to get an element of normality, but it's still been very challenging for everybody. Well, it, it won't be a normal game. No. I mean, obviously, from an on-field perspective, we'll, we'll front up and we'll do everything we can to win, and as South Adelaide will. But as a collective, Josh, we mm. will pay tribute. Yeah to uh, Nick, and I think that's the last thing I want to talk yeah. about, just as a positive to finish this off, uh, what's happening on Saturday. Yeah, so um, like we said before about, you know, football clubs are amazing um, uh, places to come and, and uh, feel the support. So do come along on, on Saturday because we're going to have a, a tribute to Nick pre-game. Um, yeah, just going to talk about his um, contribution to football and, and the club um, uh, on, on the ground, a... a Photograph slideshow on the screen, followed yep. up by a minute silence, which will be, um, which will be really moving. That's yeah. right. So everyone out there, that's your opportunity to come along and be part of that and pay tribute to a wonderful man, Nick Loudon. We'll miss you, mate. And uh, hopefully this week we can get the win for yep, him. Hey, absolutely. Now the last thing I'll say is, um, if there's anyone out there that's dealing with anything, please ring Lifeline one three double one one four. They're on the end of that call. 24-7. Now, Josh. Yes. Blair. We had a women's best and fairest. We did. Uh, recently. Yes. yes. And we've got, a, we've got a new club champion. We certainly do. Uh, Toledo, are you on the line? Yep. 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 Welcome and uh, congratulations on being awarded uh, the women's uh, best and fairest award. A runaway winner. 240 votes, mm -hmm. Um Almost 100 votes in front. Congratulations. Uh, how do you feel on on the being named the women's champion of the Norwood Football Club? Um, yeah, it was pretty scary. I thought I would be up there, but I hate public talking, so I wasn't thinking too much about it. Um, and then when I heard my name, I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> now, Talita, come on. I, I heard you had a three-page speech prepared in your back pocket. Is that right? <laughs> no, I definitely didn't. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, talk us through, uh, you, this is your first season at Norwood and uh, ran away comprehensive uh, winner of the, the BNF ahead of Lana Schwert, um, who was 175 votes. Um, how did you find your, your first season at Norwood having crossed over from South Adelaide in the off-season? Uh, it was really good. Um, all the girls were lovely and I felt like I fed, um, fit in very well. Um it was just nice to be able to focus on my football and enjoy being there and not feeling like it was a chore. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it seemed like you really warmed into it as well. Um, halfway through the vote count, you were certainly not amongst, I don't think you were amongst the top three even, um, and then came home yeah. with an absolute flurry, uh, won by nearly 100 votes in the end. Um, talk us through your season and, um, and, and how you really developed into it throughout the year. Um, well, I started off really slow, probably the first six rounds, I think. I broke my thumb in between and I had COVID, so I missed a few games with that. Um, and then coming back from COVID, I just felt like, I don't know what changed. I was going, I was working out lots, I was eating well, and I was feeling more comfortable. 
in my role and playing on the wing. Um, and yeah, and then I just kept doing what I was doing each week, keeping the same routine, eating well, and yeah. Fan- fantastic. Now, Talita, did I just hear you say you started off really slow? Because I don't think yeah. that, that word can be associated mm. with you. I've, I've seen you cover the ground and no one can catch you. Kicked one of the goals of the year, Flem. <laughs> one of the goals of the year and just lightning quick. Um, have you... I mean, it's probably a silly question because I know the answer, but to, just to sort of get you talking about your, your career or your junior career coming into uh, SANFLW, have you always uh, managed to run that fast and play in the midfield and uh, cover the ground that way? Um, I probably haven't been able to cover the ground as much. I definitely have improved that in the last year or so. Um, I used to be very, very lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now... Um, but I've always been, like, in there with... Because I used to play netball and stuff. So I always used to be really good, like, marking and all that kind of stuff, I guess. Oh, well, that's great. So tell us about your pathway to SANFLW. And um, probably you've got one more step to go, I'm hearing. Um, mm-hmm. You'll be uh, someone who will be uh, on, in, on the radar of AFLW. But let's just go back a bit. <laughs> who junior football for? Um, I started with Wollonga um, in the under-16s there, and I did that for two years. Um, but I also pl- played in the women's league as well, so I was playing under-16s and going up and playing um, in the women's league when I was probably 15, I reckon. Um, and then I moved. Or I was out there, and then South came and approached me and said, would you like to come do the under-16s program? And I said yes, and then they picked five under-16 girls to come play in the league team at South, and then I was there. We almost lost you before we had you. <laughs> yep. That's it. Um, and then I made the move. Yeah, that's, we're very happy to have you, Talita. There's no doubt about that. Um, excited about the, the direction the, the group is going in, in 2024 and beyond. There's a lot of young, fantastic talent on the list, Talita. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hard to replace Ali, but I think someone, whoever does it, will be able to do very similar in the long run. Um, and the girls coming up from younger are going to be elite and overtake every single one of us. <laughs> well, I don't think they'll be overtaking you, literally. <laughs> <laughs> You're too quick for that. Maybe. Now, Talita, talk us through quickly that, that goal that you, you started on the halfback flank and then you just... Ran and ran and ran and then kicked one of the goals of the year. What happened there, please, at, at Glenelg Oval? Um, I was just, I was actually thinking in my head, I just want to kick a goal. And I thought, <laughs> I'm going to keep running until I kick a goal. <laughs> and then, so I grabbed the ball and I was like, I wasn't sure if Kobe was going to give it to me or not. And then she gave me the hands and then I kicked it and it came off the boot so funny. And I thought, well, I better go help Rosette because I've done a dodgy and She's on the other side of the oval. So then I kept running, and then she gave me the hands, and then I just, yeah, kicked the goal. So later, I played a lot of footy, not, at, not at the same level as you, but when I had the ball on the back flank, I was never thinking goals. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a ripper. I think that's what it was. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Josh, I is, it, well at Glenelg. <laughs> is it true you have to slow the frame rate? for her highlights package for the club champion. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Toledo and, and Kobe's highlights package were um, a nightmare because they just moved so quick. It's like, sh- yeah. surely they're not getting up. <laughs> so you actually you edited in slow yeah, motion, slow motion but everyone right. else is just like, like normal speed. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> now, Toledo, 
congratulations. You are now a Norwood Football Club club champion. Um, and in the Thank short you. history of our women's program, you're amongst very elite players. And as you mentioned, every year I think the standard of women's football gets um, better and better. And, and we've now got girls coming through that have grown up with a footy in their hands. And looks like you were one of them. And we just mm-hmm. love having you at our football club and uh, can't wait for you to either come back to Norwood or get drafted into the uh, AFLW system one day, which I'm sure is probably a chance as well. So congratulations. Thank you. Josh, she's a ripper. She certainly is. And it was very difficult. I watched you putting together the highlights packages and over the year and you, you turn to me and go, look how quick this girl is. I go, I know I can't even catch it, keep up with it when I'm watching live. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's so exciting, Flam. Um, <coughs> sorry, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what our dump button's for, Josh. Oh, sorry. I don't know button. where that is. <laughs> um, it was, I was still got Talita there. Oh, Talita's on the line. She's, you say you don't like public speaking, Talita, but I don't, I don't think that's true. Um, Talita and Kobe, um, so quick and so exciting. Those highlights packages are proper good to watch. Uh, put them up on Instagram after the BNF a couple of weeks ago. So... Scroll back through and have a look at those. Uh, we got some very exciting, talented girls on our list. Now, Talita, because you've hung around, I'm really going to throw you under the bus. We've got to go to a break. And I want you to uh, talk to, say to our listeners, you, you, you take us to the break. You do it whatever way you want. Okay? Over to you. We're going to have a break now. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute natural phlegm. Fantastic. Thanks, Talita. <laughs> and thanks, everyone out there, for listening. Don't go away. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to PQSA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Well, welcome back to Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army and Josh and Rick. That was a very tough first half. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed the break. Uh, and the oranges, yep. and a quick rub down, and um, ready for the second half, which uh, we'll be focusing more on the field on the second half. And in a moment, we're going to have a chat to our under 18s coach, Alex Newell, and uh, we'll bring it home, Josh, with a bit of a preview of the game this yep. week. And, and Rick, I know you've got a few other things to add to that about the season so far. So, all about football going forward, yes. and um, we'll start off with uh, talking uh, uh, about our under-18s program, uh, Josh and Rick. And we've had a, uh, look, a not not as successful year uh, in terms of ladder position and wins, but we've covered over the last few weeks with um, uh, Craig Roberts and others about the challenges we have in the yeah. under-18 program of losing kids to the private system yeah. to, you know, week in, week out. And sometimes we lose a dozen kids. Yeah. So it's a real challenge, but we've got a man leading that program, Josh. We certainly His do. His name is Alex Newell, and he joins us on the line. Are you there, Alex? I'm here. Um, thank you very much for having me, boys. And um, you, you touched, touched on some challenges. Um you mentioned a dozen. Well, I've got 16 forced changes this week. Unbelievable. So, I mean, I, honestly, mate, I take my hat off to you because how there's two. You've got to deal with it from an on-field point of view. You also got to deal with it from a coach's mental health point of view. I can just losing four fifths of your team, knowing that if you had your full team and your full list to pick from, you probably wouldn't lose a game all year. Yeah, I'm, 
look, it's it certainly is challenging. And I mean, we've we have proven that when we do have our our full list, we've we've beaten pretty much the top three sides, and we're ultra competitive. But at the end of the day, I, I sort of take a bit more of a glass half full approach, and um, you know, the uh, the challenge is what it is. Is this reality? Just got to accept it. But you know, I look at it more well. We can uh, give an opportunity to some guys who maybe wouldn't get one otherwise, and you just you just never know who bobs up. And we've we've probably had a couple of guys who have um, you know shown shown their the best version of themselves because of the opportunity. So that's the silver lining that probably um, you know takes away a little bit from the from the frustration. But yeah, it is it is a challenge, and it's just one of those things. As a as a coach, you, I'm fortunate enough to have some good support networks around me, both at the club and both at home, and that helps helps certainly massively in that department. Well, you're right, mate, and I, I was going to mention when I said we haven't had the success in terms of win-loss ratio we'd like, but we've had some amazing uh, uh, talent coming through mm. that have really you've really developed. Your program's really taken them to that next level, preparing them for that next step into senior football. So the support around this group has been amazing. The coaching, your leadership of, of the program has been fantastic. And none more so than this week because we've covered in the show the sad passing of Nick Loudon and you've had to, uh, along with my man on, the man on my left here, uh, Rick Shrouder, you've had to um, get around and galvanise galvanize these young men and, and educate them on um, speaking up if they're dealing with any uh, you know, issues in their life. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, Rick, Rick and myself spoke to the the under eighteen boys the other night about it. And you know, they're they're at an age where you know they're extremely volatile with their emotions. I mean, we all are really, but they they get affected just as much as anyone else. And I think it's as Rick said on on Monday night, it's really important that they know that it's it's okay to grieve and it's also okay to to show any type of emotion. It doesn't they don't have to act a certain way and we really just stress the fact of um, speaking up. I think we can all attest to the fact that as as men, we're probably not great in that area. So um, we're just trying to encourage them at their age that as they grow older and they start to face some more challenges in life, that just there's no judgment or there's no you're not a lesser of a person um, by speaking up and reaching out. And if anything, it actually you know it actually probably shows some some character. So we we really encourage that and. Yeah, I know the boys are, you know, they're, they're an emotional group at the best of times. But when when they see something like this and um, at the club that um, is pretty direct, yeah, they like they, they were certainly flat, and um, so you got to sort of um, galvanise that as best you can. But to to their credit, and they they know the support networks that are there at the club and around them, and and Rick Rick made that really clear and. Um, I've actually had a couple this week basically um, come up to me and say that they've basically listed some of those contacts um, in their phone, which is um, for if in case they ever need awesome. it or in case a mate needs. And that's 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 uh, really, really important. But, yeah, sad, really sad week, mate. Um, but it's just really important that they're the future of our club and they're also just the future of just being young men in, in society. And so it's really important that they um, know um, the resources that are there. And, and at the end of the day, just don't be scared to speak up. Alex, just on that, it, Rick here, mate, we, we often talk about the the challenges as an under-18s head coach on field, like Dale touched on with the college system, with the Air Peninsula. We're all really aware of, of those sort of challenges. But you are the head coach of an age group that is, uh, like you said, I think you used the term, well, I'm not sure whether you said vulnerable or not, but that it is it is a crucial age group that you're coaching. You are doing a fantastic job with that. And, and to be so open 
and transparent with the way that we communicate to this age group is is really important. And I guess to you as well, um, regardless of what happens on field, but the support that, that we give to our young men in the 16s and in particular with yourself in the 18s is crucial. And the Norwood Footy Club has always done that really well. And um, I think it's important for our listeners to know as well that you're doing an amazing job with this group on field, but particularly off field. Um, and, and this was a really good example of that once again this week, mate. No, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. Um, so obviously a few of these boys are, are, are getting towards the, the stage of heading into senior football. Alex, um, we've had a few of our under-18s uh, in, in Will Rowlands, Jaden Mead, Callum Crolleg, Jaden uh, Jacob Jones, um, all up in the reserves playing senior footy. Logan Evans is another one as well. Um, how, how have they gone with that next step? Yeah, well, well I think um, I think it's important to note that they haven't just gone up to senior footy, but they've actually contributed once they're up there, and that's a, it's a testament to them, but it's probably also a testament to, um, I guess, just the environment. And uh, you just spoke about development earlier, and that's that's a big part of our role in the 18s is to prepare as many guys as we can to take the step up, whether it's mid-year or at the end of the year. And to have those guys go up and contribute is uh, is really pleasing. And you know, ideally, hopefully, we can develop some um, future league footballers out of it. But um, also, I guess the two-pronged part of that is when they do come back to the 18s, whether it's through the week, training or whatever it is, they, they bring some learnings back and it, it filters down through the group. And, um, you know, from those guys being up there in the time they have, I, I've noticed some some real benefits coming back to the group just through, not even through myself or others, actually through those guys. And um, that's, a, that's a really pleasing aspect of it as well. And, um, yeah, hopefully you can hold those guys in good stead going forward. Fantastic. Now, Alex... Um... Doing my homework on you uh, before the show, and uh, um, Ricky Shrouder, Twig, uh, Fanta, um, Justin Stursky were the, the panel that appointed you, and um, Rick mentioned to me in conversation you actually played uh, a little bit of footy for Port Adelaide. Is that right? Uh, we, uh, we we might just keep that. We keep that one. We don't have to put it on a radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there, mate, just to say to our listeners, he finally saw the light and came over <laughs> over over to Norwood. Right. So, but it's an interesting um, observation. I mean, you've obviously really uh, thrown yourself into our football club. You're so passionate, and as as we've mentioned, doing a great job. Uh, so we couldn't be happier having you, mate. And uh, before we let you go. Uh, give us a couple of names that uh, you think will be coming through in the next uh, 12, 18 months that the listeners out there will, will, will get to know. Well, I think um, you touched on one uh, briefly who's already had a bit of a stint with the seniors, Jacob Jones, our, our captain. He's a he, Jacob's the ultimate professional. Um, another guy that loves the Nord Football Club. He, he'll, he'll drain every ounce of competitiveness he's got out of himself for wherever he plays, whether it's 18s, reserves, league, he's He's just that type of guy, and he's he he's someone I can definitely envision being a league footballer in the future. Um, and another one, probably probably a couple of years away, is is Jay Polkinghorne, and he um, I mean I think there's been a little bit spoken about Jay recently. He played the game back at local a few weeks ago and kicked 17 goals. Oh, um, we love Jay. Yeah, we've we've been talking yeah, about Jay. Yeah, no, mate, I, I love Jay as well. Trust me. Um, <laughs> so. Um, uh, yeah, Jay's Jay's got a, a really high ceiling. I mean, he's he's like anyone. He's young. He's got a few things to work on, but he's he's got a trajectory where, um, regardless if if his ceiling isn't the, the top level, he he will most definitely 
um, I'd imagine be someone that Nord fans can look out for in the future. We certainly will, mate. Well, Alex, thanks for joining Red Legs Radio and thanks for doing a great job, uh, not only across the whole season, but certainly in the last week, um, you know, having to get around the group of young men that had to deal with the news of Nick as well has uh, really shown your leadership and, um, you know, you're, you're like a father to some of these kids. So thanks, mate, and thanks for doing a great job and good luck for the rest of this season. No, I appreciate it, boys. And I appreciate you speaking um, to me a few times throughout the year and giving the 18s um, a little bit of platform because, yeah, they are the future. So I really appreciate it. And thank you for the kind words. And, yeah, hopefully all grades can finish the year strong. Absolutely. Thanks for joining Red Legs Radio, Alex. Thanks, mate. There you go, Joshy. Rick, um, they are so important, uh, the 18 kids and the whole program, and we couldn't have a better person at the helm, hey? Hey, he's doing a great job. We're thrilled with the appointment and and have every confidence that he's doing everything that, that we would ever want him to be doing. It's yeah. great. And don't, don't worry, the under-18 boys, they really like hearing their name on the radio. I'm sure <laughs> they do, especially with 17 goals against it. Now, boys, we're going to go to a break. We'll bring it home with a bit of a match uh, uh, preview um, for the listeners out there, and we'll, we'll sort of uh, cover off the teams, and uh, that'll do us for a very tough show of Red Legs Radio. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to PQSA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. PQSA, of course, another great partner of our uh, football club who do a great amount of work out there supporting uh, people dealing with spinal injury. We just... uh, Wanted to sing out to them and everyone else that uh, has got around our football club this week in what we've oh, more obviously covered in depth that's been a difficult week. So we're going to bring it home with a bit of a match preview, Joshy Tickle. Yes. So I'm going to throw over to you. You've got about five minutes of oh. rickled chip in and we'll let's have a look at this week's game. I'm excited because uh, normally I just uh, read through the team and the ins and the outs and I uh, don't know a lot of information, but we've got Rick in the in the chair this week who knows a lot more than me, which is very exciting. I'm very happy, Rick, um, to see the name Jackson Callow at full forward. Um, great news because I was... Terrified when he uh, went down and limped off with his ankle injury. Um, he's very important to our team, isn't he? And he is listed at full forward. Yeah, he is important. Yeah, and, and crucially, that that didn't end up being a um, an injury that was going to keep him uh, yeah. keep him out. Although the break probably served him well mm. um, last weekend. So yeah, it is great to see and make sure that he, he's playing in the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, amongst the the ins and the the outs this week, of course, Alec Wright goes out with a shoulder injury, um, which looked. Uh, not so good on the on the boundary line, but a um, couple of the ins. Uh, it's an extended squad, but um, Jaden Gale and Alex Van Wick, if they do come into the side, would be making um, a, a league debut, which potentially exciting. Rick, uh, talk us through um, Jaden and, and Alex a little bit. Well, look, being being included in the squad is yeah. a reward for for not only perhaps in the last couple of weeks um, playing form, but the work that they've been putting in fairly consistently. Alex has certainly shown in the last few weeks um, what he's capable mm. of and very, very exciting. And he's certainly got a lot of his teammates really excited with what he's been able to do in the reserves in the last couple of weeks. So he's commanded uh, to have that position in the squad. So um, Rick, he's, what's he, 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, uh, well, he's 
bigger than me. So once someone's taller than me, I, I don't take too much notice. Cause <laughs> I start to get, get a bit sore neck talking to him. No, yeah. I reckon he's every bit six six, maybe six seven. Yeah. He he was fantastic in the reserves in the previous game. I think he got best on ground or or close to it. Um, dominant ruckman on the ground, so it's exciting. Well, it's exciting for him, and as you mentioned, Rick, it's Twig. Whether they play or not, it's it's Twig's message saying you're close. Keep going. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And Finn Hurd um, being listed in the squad there as well is also really I love right. that. Yeah. I love to see his name there. Another name that uh, I think our supporters might be able to get a little bit excited about. We haven't seen him all year, Rick. Um, Henry Nelligan in the reserves, um, yeah. right at the top of the list. That's exciting. Where's he come from? <laughs> well, it's great to have Henry back. He's obviously been overseas yep. um, all year, as everybody knows. But for him to come back, and it doesn't look as though he's missed a beat, he... He's been um, he's been excited to get back, and I know that the coach and and all of the players love having him around. He's uh, he's a real influence amongst our playing group. I, I reckon we've missed him, um, and that's uh, no disrespect to anyone that's played a small forward role this year. But he was a premiership player, and his energy um, was, I think, uh, fantastic, and the big reason why we went all the way last year. So it'd be great to see him back and. And who knows? He might even sneak a, a senior game before the end of the year. Well, Fingers it is crossed. just great to have him back. That's yep. for sure. <laughs> well, I'm just putting it out there. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are taking on the Panthers at a two ten on Saturday afternoon. Of course, there'll be a, a tribute to Nick Loudon pre-game, which will be uh, very touching. So, so please make sure that you you get out there, support the boys, because uh, it's been it's been an, an awful uh, week that everyone's had to go through. Um, and, um, yeah, ho hopefully we see as many Red Legs fans out there as we possibly can. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, it's back to, back to football, Rick. And, um, you know, the thing about footy clubs, as you mentioned earlier, is, uh, we get around each other. Uh, we work through challenges. Uh, our motto is Fortis in Priscilla. Mm. Uh, it's certainly been tested this week, Josh. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was in the gym yesterday, um, and there was a lot of the senior players in there and it was their day off, Yeah. but they got in there and they did some extra and, um, I was just watching them and, you know, they're just getting around each other, you know, the, the you know, the high five, or not the high five, but the handshake and the sort of cuddle to say mm. day, And you could just see that, um, as a group of young men, they've, um, come together mm -hmm. and I'm really looking forward to this week and it'll be tough. But uh, I really, really am looking forward to how they respond because I think we'll see a lot of passion mm. out there, Joshy. I think we will, yeah. So, of course, uh, football has come second this week, which is fair enough. But, yeah, very excited to see how they go um, and uh, get, on with the, get on with the job and, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully do a very good job against South. That's right. And, Rick, the last thing I want to touch on is you were in the room on Monday night where Twig addressed the playing group. Um, for about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, he was amazing um, as a leader of our football club, um, right from the heart. Um, one of the all-time great uh, addresses uh, that I've witnessed. Um, yeah, it I'm was. sure you'd agree. Uh, very much so. And it was important for probably the players and just as much for Twig. He did speak from the heart. Um, and that's all that we are all doing at the moment mm. as you touched on this weekend is going to be an incredible challenge for the playing group um, as will the next few weeks leading right to the end of the season but what I can say is that 
extremely proud of the coaching group, the support staff, the playing group in particular. Um, what has happened in this last week and the way that everybody's dealing with it is testament to the fact that we just have some very, very special people at this club. Mm. That's right. And Josh, uh, before we uh, finish the show, the tribute that'll be on at approximately what time? Like people want to get to the ground before what time? Uh, d- the players usually head out on the ground around 2 o'clock uh, before the 10 past 2 game. So it'll be um, in between that time. Yeah, so you'd want to be there by 2 o'clock. Definitely. Don't Don't miss this. No. As we remember, uh, our fantastic teammate, our fantastic club person, our premiership player, Nick Loudon. Bale Nick Loudon. That's it for Red Legs Radio today. Thanks for listening.